Praise the Lord. This is Elvin Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this morning. We bring you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we will say God bless you on uh, today. Uh, for this is uh, the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, what a beautiful day we have on this beautiful Monday. Um, we're so thankful and grateful to the Lord uh, for his manifold blessing. We had such a great uh, weekend with the uh, youth, uh, the youth explosion. Uh, it was a it was a blow up. I mean, it, it blew up so big where uh, I don't know. I don't know, probably about six uh, to eight souls got saved, and we're excited about that. We're very, very excited, and I'm excited uh, uh, for this ministry as well, the Faith in God Internet TV ministry. I had uh, several uh, souls reach out to us, and uh, that's been a good thing, and we've been trying to, uh, on uh, uh, a remote basis, kind of try to encourage and strengthen uh, those that are reaching out to us. And so uh, God is moving <clears throat> and we need to know uh, the word of God is being manifest in our lives right before us. And he did say in Joel in chapter two, that he was going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh and we can see it happening. Praise God. And uh, it's such a wonderful thing uh, to see uh, transformation uh, before elevation. And I thank and praise God, these young people are being transformed and, uh, God is getting ready to start doing some elevating praise God. And I know, uh, we that are older saints. We, we need to get ready cause it's any day now. Hmm? And so I tell everybody, you know, uh, we used to say that old saying, uh, you know, uh, that, uh, when you welcome over here, you know, where the table is spread and the feast of the Lord is going on, I want to let you know, move over because uh, there's room for you at the table. Praise God. And uh, I'll give you this analogy, you know, on the, uh, on the, uh, in the National Football League and, and sometimes uh, in the NBA and sometimes in some of these other sports, you know, you have the dominant players and they want to uh, maintain their dominance. But we can see as time progresses and those older players, those professional uh, athletes, those very, very uh, experienced players, uh, ones that's got the most advanced uh, ability to dunk and uh, to advance the ball, we see they get old. And as they get older, guess what happened? Some of the younger units come in. And them old ones, praise God, they still there to teach them and train them. But I tell you, I watched the game yesterday, and them young boys was running up and down the court. And uh, Harden ain't as good as he used to be. <laughs> you know, Harden still got the job done, you know, in so many, in so many words. But i put it to you like this here, though. You can see that he was really sweating, praise God. He was really sweating. And the Bible tells us that he called the young because they're strong, and he called the seasoned older ones because they know the way. 
And so we need to exercise our due diligence, praise God. And the only thing I'm saying is that, yeah, the young and the old rejoice together. But if the table is spread and the feast of the Lord is going on, move over because I'm bringing my plate to the table and I want to eat too. Praise God. <laughs> I know. I know. Brother Newsom got away about, I don't know, saying what he want to say. But move over because I want to sit at the table and I want some salad. I'm going to get my fork. I'm going to get my, I like, uh, for those of you that's out there, I like Italian. So I get my vinaigrette and my Italian and you might eat your French or your ranch or whatever you like or your blue cheese, but I'm going to sit at the table and eat some salad too, praise God. Because the Lord has blessed us to be at the table and we're grateful and we're thankful to the Lord for his blessing. That's not what we want to talk about today, but we wanted to share about those young people being filled with the Holy Ghost. And I'm just, I'm still excited. I'm still messed up. And I heard, I, I, I you know, I didn't, you know, I it, it got late. I didn't witness everything for myself. But uh, quite a few of them got filled with the Holy Ghost. I heard yesterday a few of them got filled, and I, my heart was just overjoyed, you know. I was just overjoyed to see uh, Sometimes we won't make change and God has to make change and God is making some changes. Praise God. I'm telling you. Now I saw them young people going forward and I just rejoiced because I was like, we say any day now, it's any day now. And I thank and praise God for uh, uh, our youth president, Sister Toya Lee, and uh, our vice president, Sister uh, Patricia Lee, and those that are working with the youth uh, there at Pentecostal Power did such an excellent job, and I do salute them as, with a job well done in terms of just uh, the pre-planning and getting everything set up. And the outside service was a wonderful service as well. We had uh, several speakers and such a beautiful thing. And Pastor Kanata, uh, we had uh, Pastor John Ivy and uh all of them brought the word of God, you know, dealing with the subject matter any day now. And I thought they did a beautiful job. And we're just we're just excited. I was just excited. I didn't have to say nothing. I was just uh, glad to be in the number. Praise God. Mm -hmm. I was just glad to be there and witness such a, uh, a great uh, plethora, you know, of uh, people and the power of God just came into place. And you talking about Holy Ghost? Mm. You talking about a Holy Ghost service? I don't. I heard they got out about two, three o'clock, maybe six o'clock in the morning. I don't know, but I know it's way over the night because I left late. But uh, I, I thank God for these young people, and uh, I can't say enough about them. My niece, uh, I believe my niece broke through. I heard, and uh, just so many young people. Uh, I don't want to get to call the name because I didn't. I didn't witness all of it for myself, but I know God was in the place when I when I was getting ready to go, and the place was just bubbling over. You know, you shake up a coke and you open the top, and foam and you know all the soda just spill over. And to me, it was like one of them frozen sodas. You know, you shake it up and it just keep oozing out, and that's how the spirit of the Lord was working in that place uh, on on uh, on Saturday night. And so we just thank God. Uh, I can't say enough about it, but let me get into this. I got to get into uh, this broadcast, but I just want to say uh, about these young people, y'all keep, 
Y'all keep moving on. And uh, there's room at the table for you. I'm, I'm going to let you know God ain't filling you with the Holy Ghost for nothing. There's room at the table. We need Sunday school teachers. We need preachers. We need pastors. We need teachers. We need helpers. We need, we need laborers in the vineyard. And I think God is doing just what he said any day now. And he equipping the church because I just truly believe it's any day now. And I believe we need some, um, we need some young soldiers. And what better way than to have these uh, freshly Holy Ghost filled young people filled with zeal and with strength to get out here and listen to the old ones and do some of these things that uh, helps make ministry effective. All right. And so there it is. We're going to get out of here with that. But we're going to go to uh, our next point of view. We want to uh, request prayer uh, for those uh, that are sick among us. Let us pray for them. Pray for their families. Let us pray for our leadership. Uh, Bishop Murchison, Lady Paulette Murchison, um, all of those that are in leadership roles of the Pentecostal Power Church. Pray for my presiding bishop, our presiding bishop, Bishop uh, Charles uh, Bennett and pray for our assisting presider, Bishop Charles Webb. Pray for them that the Lord will continue to bless them and strengthen them and their wives and their ministries, praise God, in, in the entire NPPCI body. And so that's what we want to request. And let's please pray for our viewers, those that are viewing us for the first time. We want to say God bless you and thank you for viewing the broadcast today. We have uh, a treat through the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is a treat in itself, but we want to intrigue you today to stay with us. We're going to be short. We'll be done hopefully uh, in the next 25, 20 minutes, uh, 20, 25 minutes if we uh, don't get any questions or anyone asking um, any uh, other responses, praise God. But we want to pray for those, pray for me and my family, uh, pray for uh, those that are bereaved, those that are in the hospital, pray for our uh, Bishop Bullock and our Mother Bullock. Let us pre please, please, please pray for uh, them and their church. Uh, let us pray that the will of the Lord be done. Pray that God would continue to uh, rake in the sheaves and that we would uh, go out and labor and that we will witness and share the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Just want to say, uh, while we're requesting prayer, the numbers uh, are trying to creep up in some areas in terms of COVID, but while we have full uh, flow with the church, we need to be trying to get the wheat into the barn. And so let us don't wait until another wave hit us. Let us get out here and witness and do what we need to do right now, because it's any day now. Hmm? Let's don't wait till uh, it's another, I ain't going to say lockdown or another problem. But why we got full rain right now, the church is back in full swing. Glory. And I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited we back in full swing. And I know the devil don't like it. Praise God. But we back in full swing. And oh, glory be to God. And ain't no stopping us now. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. Ain't no stopping us now. Praise God. And so the church cannot be stopped. Hmm? You might can hinder, but you can't stop what God has started. Praise God. You cannot stop. We used to have, oh, glory be to God. We had some, 
we had a, a a saying, a scripture saying on the back of our church posted uh, many years ago when the church turned the other way. And we had on the back of the church, you can't stop what Jesus started. Praise God. Huh? And the Bible tell us he that begun a good work in you is able to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And there it is. So pray, saints. Let us pray that we all would just come together and work and uh, be a witness for Jesus Christ. That's what this is about. This ain't about me. This ain't about you. This ain't about, oh, Lord. Mm. This ain't about our agenda, but this is God's assignment. And I think we all, uh, God has made us uh, to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, and we all have a right to the tree of life. Even those of you that's not saved, you got a right to the tree of life, but there are some things you must do. You must believe, repent and be baptized in water in Jesus name. And you got to, and be filled with the Holy ghost. And you, you can get your fork and come sit at the table. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. And so we want to let you know, uh, God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So let us pray saints for these precious souls and hearts that God will save them. Pray for our senior Bishop, Bishop Floyd Scott, uh, brother Ann Lee, uh, Sister Doris and uh, Bishop Jones and uh, all the saints there in Florida. Uh, we love all the saints, no matter whether you're in Florida or whatever city you're in, we love all the saints. But, uh, and we have a special love for the household of faith. Special shout out to uh, Elder Charles Jones. Uh, we want to thank God for him. Uh, prayer warrior. Uh, uh, you know, staying on the battlefield, me and him exchange a lot. And uh, with, uh, different words of encouragement. So we thank God for Elder Charles and Sister Rosie. We want to give a shout out to those wonderful, beautiful saints, beautiful people in the Lord. And uh, we just thank God. We thank God for all the saints and also to Bishop Cobb and the New Life Deliverance Church. We thank God for them. Uh, let us continue to pray for all of our churches, uh, Elder Green, uh, Pastor Hill in uh, uh, Minneapolis. Let's, let us uh, continue to pray for them. Uh, we thank God for all the people of God. So we we want to go into prayer, and then we're going to get these few scriptures and get out of your way. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before your throne of grace and before thee, O God, we thank you right now for your blessing. Thank you, Lord, for, O God, touching and saving and, O God, healing and delivering. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, God. Lord, for just making ways out of no ways. Father, we thank you, Lord, for being a healer and a deliverer. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, God, for allowing us to see, oh, God, a brand new day. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And, oh, God, we thank you for setting us, oh, God, oh, God, on a path of righteousness. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you glory and praise. And as we pray today, Father, we pray, oh, God, that your will will continue to be done, not only in our lives, but those that are viewing and those, oh, God, that's received the Holy Ghost and those, oh, God, that's just, oh, God, started their walk with you. We ask, oh, God, you would direct them now. Lord, that you would lead and guide and direct, oh God, by your Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Lord, have your way today. Lord, use us for your glory. Mm. In the name of Jesus, help us to decrease that your anointing may increase. Look on our bishop and first lady. Look on our presider, oh God, assisting presider and their wives, entire National Pentecostal Power Church. Touch God. Mm. Oh Lord, we need you now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hey, glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your presence. 
Hallelujah. Oh, Father, thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we give you glory and praise just because of who you are. And Father, touch those that are in need right now. Touch those, oh God, that need a touch from you. We pray, God, that those, oh God, that have left you will return back to you. Touch them, God. Oh God, send restoration, God. Lord, do it again for us. Keep us with a heart of repentance, God. Oh God, if there be any sin in our lives, Father, forgive us. And as we forgive those that trespass against us, we pray, God, and we lay it not to their charge, God, that you would save. Oh God, hallelujah. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you continue to wash whiter than snow. We thank you and we give you glory and praise. Bless us now, God, as we, oh God, enlighten your people through the word of God. Help us, Lord. And oh God, help those that don't know you, God, to know that you're there and that you care and to know that Jesus is God and Jesus is the son of God. For there's one Lord, one faith and one baptism. Thank you, Lord. Help them to know God. Give them the divine revelation. Oh God, no man could come to you except you draw him first. And Father, we pray that you would do the drawing as we lift you up, that you would draw all men unto you. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. And so we thank God for uh, we thank God for the prayer that's been prayed. And so now we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and get right into our, our topic today. Jesus is God. Jesus is the son of God. Turn your Bible to our next passage scripture. We want to go to St. John chapter 10. We also want to go to St. John chapter 14. And then we're going to go ahead and talk about a few other things. John chapter four. Um, and so, uh, and then we'll get some few, few reference scriptures. Okay. Well, let's go. And then we may, uh, we may go to Jude uh, 25, Jude verse 25. So let's let's see what we're going to do here today. We're going to get these scriptures for you. Stay with us. All right, we're going to go to, uh, uh, let's see here, St. John 10 and 30. That's where we want to go. I think that's where we left off at. Uh, I believe that's where we left off at uh, on Friday. And then let's go. Uh, let me see if I can get you 25 on the, on the screen here for you. Just bear with me. We're just getting it uh, set up for you so we can get rolling here. We'll go to Jude 25. That's where we're going to go here. Go to Jude 25 here. Uh, Jude 24. All right. All right, and so we're gonna um, like to get our scripture reader ready for you. Now that our scripture reader is ready, we're gonna go to St. John uh, 10 and uh, 30. All right. St. John 10 and 30. Now go to it with me and take a look. 
St. John Kennedy. challenge you and answer to that you'll see it in the scripture in St. John 10 and 30 says here I am my father one let's go to verse number 28 let's get it let's go let's go to uh, St. John 10 and 28 he says and I gave unto them eternal life this is Jesus saying this and they shall never perish neither shall any man Pluck them out of my hand. Hmm? Once God grants you eternal life, and I want to make sure I hit this so people don't think this once in, never out teaching, that's false doctrine. You can get out of this. Hmm? You can backslide. You can leave this true. This is not to teach one in, once in, never out. This is to let you know once you receive eternal life once you are raptured out of here or you leave here in the faith and go in the grave huh the way the tree fall that's how it lays and so if you die righteous you're gonna get up righteous praise god you die oh glory be to god oh lord if you die messed up, you're going to get up messed up. And I can get it in Revelation for you, but we've we got to stay on task today. But look at this. He says, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. All right. Let's go to verse number 29. He says, my father, which gave them me, is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. Look at this. And he goes a little in depth to explain the relationship. Hmm? The God incarnate, the manifestation of the one God. He goes in depth in 10 and 30 and says, I and my father are one. You don't get three out of this. You only get one. I know. I, I, I know. I'm, 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 I know I'm messing up here. Can it be proved scripturally? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, that God and his father is one. You see it right there in St. John 10 and 30. Mm -hmm. It's not in the sense, oh, glory be to God. Uh, we, we, we're going to go to the next point. The Godhead is never to be compared with the relationship of a husband and wife. Because some people, oh, Lord. Hmm? And that's what some people think, you know. But Jesus identified himself uh, with the Father in a way that the husband and wife cannot be identified. And you'll see that in St. John 14 and 9 through 11. Let's get it. 
We're going to go to St. John 14, 9 through 11. I just think we need to go there. It says here, and I'm taking you to St. John 14 and 9 so you can see what Jesus said. Jesus said unto him, it says unto Thomas here, have I been so long time with you? And ye have not, and ye hast thou not known me, Philip? He says, Jesus said unto him, have I been so long time with you? And yet, has thou not known me, Philip? He that had seen the Father. He that has seen me. Let's go back and get it real quick. Let me slow roll. I'm going too fast here. He says to Philip here, he that has seen me had seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Y'all see that? St. John 14, 10. He says here, believest thou that I am in the Father and the Father in me. He breaks it down here. It's not three gods. He said, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the work. Uh, can you see the manifestation uh, of the Father and the Son uh, and the Father working through the sonship? Oh, I know, I know. This is what a relationship is. It ain't like a husband and wife. Oh, glory be to God. Look at this. And he says here in verse number 11, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. You can see the work that Christ carried out in the world to reveal, oh, glory be to God, the one God. Hmm? In the Old Testament, it was concealed. In the New Testament, Jesus Christ revealed himself. Hmm? The abstract became concrete. The invisible became visible. The intangible became tangible. Oh, I know. I got to go. Look at this. And so, the revelation of the one God is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Now, we're going to go here to our next scripture. Let's go to Jude. We're going to go to Jude 25. We're going to go to uh, we're going to go to Jude 25 in just a second. Go to Jude 25 with me. And uh we're going to go to uh, another scripture. Stay right there in John. Uh, we can go to John. Uh, we can go to John 4.
We're going to go to uh, John 4 and 22 after we uh, go to Jude. We're going to go to Jude first. Let's go to Jude. Uh, let's get it real quick. We're going to go to Jude 24. Jude, verse number 24. It's only one chapter in Jude. Jude 1 and 24. Let's read it. It reads here, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, now our Savior, Jesus is declared here in Jude as God and Savior, and he's not three gods. I want to break it down to you. He's 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 manifested here in the scripture through Jude to the only wise God, which means there's no other God. There's no other God. There's just one God. There's not three. There's not four. And I'm dealing with it. Oh, glory be to God. We know there's false gods, but we're talking about the one and true living God. There's only one, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God, the Father of all, above all, through you all, that's filled with the Holy Ghost, according to Ephesians chapter 4. Look at this now. Look at this now. To the only wise God, our Savior. He rep he's referring to Jesus right here, Jude is. Be glory, majesty, dominion, power, both now and forever. And there, there's a man at the end. Now, if you look at the glory, the majesty, the dominion, and the power, both now and forever. Presently now and forever. So there will be no God before him or after him. And we talked about this on Wednesday and, and, and Friday. There will be no gods before him or after him. And besides him, there's no other God. We went to Isaiah. All right? Went to Isaiah 43, I think, in 10, and I think we went to 45, somewhere in there, 44, 45. But take a look here. I want to show you something. Let's go back to uh, our next scripture. Let's go to St. John. I want you to go with me, St. John 4 and 22. In St. John 4 and 22, he says here, to the woman that he met at the well. Now, we're going to break it down to you. He says here, ye worship, ye know not what. He says, we know what we worship. This, this is what Jesus said to her. You know not what. He said, ye worship, ye know not what. He said, we know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. This is what she says to him, rather. Let me slow it down. She says to him, ye worship, you know not what. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. Now, this is a Samaritan. Let me break it down theologically. This is a Samaritan having dialogue with the Jew, Jesus being Jewish descent. All right. This is a Samaritan having dialogue with the Jew. And we know, according to history, that the Samaritans 
was considered as a second class citizen. They were they were considered as dogs. I, I'm not trying to be derogatory here, but I'm dealing with it in terms of they didn't believe that the Samaritan had the same rights as the Jewish people. All right. Because they were God's people, they were God's chosen people. And so when they mixed, and you know, we had the same problem. I, I hate to get into this. We have the same problem uh, back in the 50s and 60s. Y'all may not want to talk about it, but we had the same problem back in the 50s and 60s where they didn't want, you know, interracial ma marriages. You know, they frowned upon that. And it was the same. Uh, let me break it down in the lamest term. It was the same kind of scenario dealing with the, you know, the Jew and the Samaritan. Okay. But look at this. But, 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 but here's what happens here. In verse number 23, let's go to verse number 23. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worship shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Go to verse number 24. I got to break this one down. Stay with me. You're going to get the revelation. Just a sec. Stay with me. St. John 4 and 24. He says here in the scripture. And my allergies are acting up today. I don't know why. But, but stay with me. Uh, he says here in St. John 4 and 24. He says here, God is a spirit. Uh, glory. Just chew on that for a minute. God is a spirit. Jesus is God. And Jesus is the son of God. Remember we read last week that Jesus told them that he was sent. Oh, Lord, that he was sent. Hmm? Now you can kind of see how this puzzle getting put together here. Huh? Spirit and flesh. The word was made flesh. The spirit was, oh, glory be to God. The spirit became manifest through Jesus Christ. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, uh, let me get out of here. And this is why he says in John 14, Bishop was on it yesterday. If I don't go away, the comforter will not come. Glory. I got to get out of here, y'all. I got to go. Oh, glory. I'm, I'm having, oh, you can see I'm having a good one today. Praise God. Glory. I'm talking about in the spirit because the word gets me all worked up. I don't know what it do to you, but I get all worked up when I get in these scriptures. Praise God. And I know we said, let the word do the work and it's working today. Look at this. He says right here in St. John 4 and 24, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Glory be to God. Hmm? All glory be to God. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, it's going to be very difficult for you to worship in spirit and in truth. Because he, when the spirit of truth is come, glory, <laughs> glory. He shall lead and guide you into all truth. 
It ain't going to lead you in the path of false teaching. Oh, Lord, misrepresentation of who God is. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Glory. I know. I got to get out of here now. I got to get rolling. Now, get your pen and paper out. We got to get rolling now because we got about, oh, we over time. I got to go, y'all. Give me about, oh, Lord, give me five, ten more minutes. I got, please, give me five, ten more minutes. Write these scriptures down. Let's go to first, uh, first Corinthians, first Corinthians three and 16. Let's go to first Corinthians three and 16. Please stay with me. First Corinthians three and 16. Let's get it here. First Corinthians three and 16. All right. Three, 16 and 17. All right. We're going to read it for you, 1 Corinthians 3 and 16. He says here, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwell in you. This is what he says here. Paul says here, he talks to the Corinthian church. He uh, gives them some teaching here about how... Uh, their body is represented before holy God. Hmm? Look at this now. He says here, if any man defile the temple of God, this is why people don't want to deal with the word holiness. And you know, they don't want to deal with the word holiness because you got to take care of this temple hmm? that God has erected. Because once you become, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, uh, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. And therefore, old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Look at this. If any man defile the temple of God, hmm, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy. Which temple ye are? And we're a holy temple. We're a peculiar people. We're a holy nation. We should show forth the praise of him that called us out of darkness into the marvelous light. And so you got to take care of this temple. And once God cleaned this temple up and, 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 oh, Lord, gets this temple built in you, once you receive the Holy Ghost and God begin to operate in you, that means once the devil is kicked out, you can't bring the devil back in. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not saying you can't bring him back in, but I'm saying it's your responsibility to keep it clean <laughs> through obeying the word of God. Mm -hmm. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his ways by taking heed there into the word of God. So you ain't going to be clean without the word. St. John 15, 3 said, now you are clean through the word, which I've spoken unto you. I got to get out of here. I got to go. And if you intend on, oh, glory be to God. Mm hmm. Being clean, you got to keep the temple of God clean. Hmm? Because there's only one God. And as I said, if there's only one seat, there's only one temple. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Y'all better stay. Follow these series concurrent. There's one seat. There's one temple. Hmm? Ain't but one church. If it's three gods, that must all, oh, if you saying there's three gods, then you talking about three churches. 
<laughs> Let me get out of here. I know. I'm not melling. I'm not, I'm not picking on nobody, but I'm saying, oh, glory be to God. It ain't but one, y'all. I'm gonna break it down to you like that. Hmm? It ain't but one. Now let's go to these other questions. Uh let's go to uh same book. Let's go to same book. Uh first Corinthians. Uh, six, and we're going to go to the same book. Uh, uh, we're going to go to chapter six, though. Six and 19. It solidifies the same point. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. That's for those of you that's got the Holy Ghost in you. Now, if you still smoking, declaring that you say, let me let me break it down to you. I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not trying to be controversial or anything of that nature, but I'm trying to make it clear about the plan of salvation. He says, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. If the Holy Ghost resides there, hmm, you have a responsibility hmm, to keep it clean. When the Holy Ghost don't reside there, we identify with that because our works declare if the Holy Ghost resides or not. And so when people say they feel with the Holy Ghost and there is no change, we know that ain't the true spirit of God because if the spirit of God is in there, hmm, there's going to be transformation. Praise God. Old things are going to pass away and behold, all things are going to become new. Hmm? Look at this. If that person that says I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, they still smoking, they still drinking, hmm? they still sleeping with somebody else's wife or going out fornicating. Hmm? That is not holiness. You're not living a life separated from nothing. But when the Holy Ghost come in, all oh, glory be to God. Look at this. He says here, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and ye are not your own. Hmm? The places I used to go, I don't go no more. I don't sit in the bar. Can I go to a bar? Yes. If I want to go to one, and I'm tired of these people. Oh, let, let me bring it this way. I'm tired of these folk saying, oh, because you saved, you can't do this. Now, I can do whatever I want but I can't do whatever I want and stay in God. <laughs> I want to make it plain to you. I can do whatever I want. I can do just like you be disobedient, but I choose to serve God. Hmm? Joshua said, if it seemed evil unto you to serve the Lord, he said, choose you this day who you going to serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I choose to be holy by choice. Ain't nobody making me do this. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? And you need to make the, oh, uh, if you intend on getting out of here and making a rapture, you need to make some choices too. But if you think you're going to have your cake and eat it too, you're going to wind up in, oh, glory be to God. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Y'all going to make me go there. But look, you're going to wind up in a place you don't want to be. Hmm? And that's hell. None. God did not create hell, uh, create hell for his creation. 
It was for Satan and them fallen angels and all those false prophets and those that teach false doctrine, those that's disobedient. They will find themselves in hellfire, right? But this is not for God's creation, never was. And so we're teaching this uh, particular uh, series so you can have all the fullness of God and make some clear and sound decisions about where you want your soul to reside, right? And look at this now. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost, those old things should be passed away. I know people say, well, I'm still a work in progress. I'm still cussing. I'm still clowning. Mm -hmm. You might want to, you might want to read the scripture and, uh, and uh, check some things out. Let's go to Romans. Now, I got to give you this because I got to get out of here. I kind of got off task here for a minute because uh, some people think they can do all this different stuff and uh, you can't do all this different stuff. You can, but you can't do it and be saved. Look at this. Let's go to Romans uh, 8 and 7. I want you to see something here. Jesus is God. Jesus is the son of God. But I want to show you something here in the scripture. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. Hmm? Your fleshly mind and my minds too when I had it. Hmm? But now let this mind, he said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We had to have a mind chain. Hmm? You intend on being saved, God don't, oh, glory be to God. He will not dwell in an unclean temple. You just read it. I just defined it for you. You don't see that, uh, but we bear that out through giving you that scripture, 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. Look at this. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is impossible. Well, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it's not subject to the law of God. I'll put it that way. Scripture said it's not subject. We can see in the church when people are not subject hmm, to leadership. My late presiding Bishop James Lane, my late presider Bishop James L. Lane, he taught this. And you can bear it out in scripture. It says here, for it is not subject to the law of God. When people are not subject to leadership in the church, they not, they not going to be subject to God. Hmm? When people got unruly spirit, they not going to be subject to God. And they're certainly not going to be subject to the apostle teaching. And he said, neither indeed can be. Let me read again. Because the carnal mind, you can tell that fleshly mind, that carnal mind, they come in, they sit down, they going to do them. They don't care what the pastor say. Hmm? I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't care what y'all, y'all can teach till I, you get blue. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. But the Bible says here, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for, the, for, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. You cannot be subject to God until you get a mind change. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Romans 8 and 8. Let me read it. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Hmm? Jesus always did the things that please the Father. 
and uh, Philippians chapter 2 gives clear description that he was subject and he was obedient even until the death of the cross. He was an obedient son. And you claiming to be a son or a child of God, <laughs> I got to get out of here. You, you declaring that you're a son, you're a child of God, you're an ambassador for Christ, but you disobedient, you subject. I challenge you. I challenge you. Look at this. Let's get the scripture. So you don't say Elder Newsom said. You don't say Brun Newsom said. The Bible says in Romans 8 and 9. But ye are not in the flesh. Paul tells the Roman church, now that you've been born again and been filled with the Holy Spirit, you are not in the flesh now. So he admonishes them to walk in the spirit. Look at this. But you're not in the flesh, but in the spirit. And he says here, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Hmm? We know, hmm. We know when the Spirit of God resides there. You just testified to the Holy Ghost. You just said you got, oh, you got the fire. You got the tongue talking Holy Ghost. It's more than a tongue, honey. I got to go. <laughs> it's more than a tongue and a dance and a pretty shout. Let me, I got to get out of here. Lord, help me, Jesus. I, I got to go, y'all. I got to go. We're going to have to pick this up. Let me finish this scripture. I got to go, y'all. Look at this. He says here, now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is not his. He or she is not his. Hmm? This person or individual that claiming to be saved don't belong to God. Paul declares it here. He was the apostle to the Gentiles. And I'm talking to, oh, glory be to God. Hmm? I'm saying it to you today. If so Oh, Lord, if so be. Hmm? But you're not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Huh? If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is not his. This is how you know. Ain't nobody got to tell you you ain't got the Holy Ghost. This scripture right here clearly lets you know. Jesus says it plainly in the Gospels, you should know a tree by the fruit. Hmm? I'm bringing it to you straight. You're only going to know a tree by its fruit. Hmm? You can look at the leaves all day long, but the fruit going to tell you what kind of tree it is. And if it's an evil tree, it's going to bring forth evil fruit. Hmm? This is a corrupt tree. It's going to bring forth corrupt fruit. But if it's a good tree, it's going to bring forth some good fruit. And so there it is. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. We want to get to some of these other questions, which we got hung up here uh, a little bit. So we didn't get uh, get 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. But I, I'm going to go on and get that one, and uh, we're going to close out. 1 Corinthians 12 and 13, then we'll have, we'll have that particular question answered. Hmm? People ask a question. Here's a question people ask. I'm going to put it out there to you. Does the Bible call the Holy Ghost a second or third person in the Godhead? I just gave you scripture showing you that. The answer is no. Hmm? The Holy Ghost is not a second person or a third person in the Godhead. Hmm? The Holy Ghost is the one spirit of God 
the one God himself at work in our lives. And you saw it in St. John 4 and 24. And now you're going to see it in 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. That's why I was reading those scriptures to answer that question. So thank you for uh, bringing that because I wanted to bring the question before I brought the answer. But I brought the answer before I brought the question. So sorry about that. But look, look at this for a second. To answer the question, does, it, does the Bible call the Holy Ghost a second or third person in the Godhead? This is to refute the false teaching or the teaching that there's three gods, right? No. The Holy Ghost is the one spirit of God, and God himself is at work in our lives. Look at this, 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. For by one spirit, it didn't say three spirits, it didn't say three gods. For by one spirit, we are all baptized into one body. Hmm? Ain't but one church. I talked about it earlier. Hmm? Whether we be Jew or Gentile, hmm? whether we be uh, Jew or Gentile, ain't but one church. Hmm? Whether we be born or free and have been all made to drink in the one spirit. I want to let you know, we're going to get into it. People talk about the spirit descending, the voice speaking. Uh, the spirit descending on Jesus like a dove in the voice speaking. And then I want to talk about the Holy Spirit. Mm? One God, one spirit. I'm going to read it again. Or by one spirit, are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jew or Gentile, whether we be bond or free, and have been all, what do you don't get out of all? Made to drink into one spirit. I want to show it to you here. I put the scripture on the screen. For by one spirit, are we all baptized into one body? Whether we be Jew or Gentile, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. There it is. So we, we did finalize that particular one. We'll pick it back up if the Lord's will on Wednesday. We wanted to finish this series today, but we see that we didn't get a chance to finish it. So if the Lord's will, we will finish this series back on Wednesday if the Lord's will. We have about one, two, three, four, five, six, six more questions uh, that's been uh, brought to our attention. And so we want to get those last six questions answered if the Lord's will through Scripture. All right. And so thank you for joining us on the Faith in God Internet TV. Um, I want to thank all of you viewers and subscribers for uh, joining us today. We want to uh, definitely thank you uh, uh, for joining the Faith in God Internet TV. Um, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom. I really uh, thank God for you uh, being with us. We hope that through these scriptures, through searching the scriptures, uh, the Gospel of John, we will be teaching uh, the Gospel of John uh, on uh I believe nightly also we're going to be doing that in the next month or so we're going to be after the meeting we're going to uh, go into the transcript of john and this is going to be every verse broke down in the entire detail so and we're going to take uh probably uh some time to go through that and so we're going to have a transcript that we'll be able to hand out or uh give out to you and so if you want to follow along with the transcript um, so you can know uh, where we are on each night and what we're doing. And so uh, we'll pick it back up. But just want you to stay with us on Jesus is God, Jesus, Son of God. 
our hope and prayers that we will finish um, this particular series. I hope we will close out on Wednesday or, or this week period. And then next week, we're going to pick up a new series. We're not going to go to the transcript of John. The transcript of John is probably going to come in June. Just want you to prepare yourself. The transcript of John will be coming in June, but we're going to be picking up a new series. We got um, some new uh, uh, material that we want to bring. Uh, scripture is the same. Word of God is the same. But we're going to bring a new subject matter to the table on next week, Monday, if the Lord's will. So stay tuned with us as we uh, continue to seek the Lord, ask the Lord to direct us and guide us. Uh, through the scriptures. And so we hope that the word of God has encouraged you in some kind of way. We pray uh, uh, in your stead that God will continue to strengthen and make us abode with you and that he will fill you with the Holy Ghost and that you would have all the fullness of God uh, that's embraced through the scriptures. And so our prayer uh, for you is that God will continue to manifest his light into your life, that you might become uh, the light of the world as well. Praise God. And so uh, and we want to we, we want to become lights of the world because he is the light of the world. Jesus is the light of the world. And so if we get Jesus in us, we can become light. Praise God. And we can keep the torch burning as long as we get the light of Jesus on the inside. OK. And so we know he is the light ultimately, but we also are lights in a dark world. And that's why he said, let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify the father, which is in heaven. And so to God be the glory for the things that he has done. And so thank you for your time. Thank you for joining us on the faith in God internet TV. We want to thank God. We want to say praise the Lord to all of those that have joined us. Uh, we have uh, some uh, Cletus and we have uh Kojo. Uh, we got some from, uh, uh, all parts of the world joining in on the Faith in God Internet TV. So we're going to give a shout out to them and say, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. And we hope that the word of God is blessed and encourage you and enrich your lives. Okay. Again, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom. Thanks for joining the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, uh, we want to say God bless you. God bless you in Jesus name. Praise God.